0: Hey, it's Mike again. I told you I'd jump back in when we got to the point where we were making uh, the decision on which track would be our winner of the Goes As competition. competition. Um, And we we didn't really have a criteria, we didn't really have a a way of doing this or not a sensible one. Um, At one point we tried to use uh, the same scoring system that they use for gymnastics and apply it to music. Turns out it doesn't work at all, absolute nonsense. Um, (laughs) But uh, So we tried a couple of things. What we ended up doing, um, which we actually really enjoyed in the end, was we asked each other um, kind of off the cuff, random questions uh, where we created scenarios and said, okay, if you're in this situation, uh, what track? Which one of these tracks would you listen to? Um, and some of them were quite surreal and, you know, slightly off the wall. Um, but what it did is it got us thinking about the songs in different ways, and it got us talking about them in different ways. Um, and what we found uh, is that one or two of them came up quite regularly, uh, and so we ended up picking the winner based on that. Um, I don't want to. Uh, downplay the winner I think the winner is absolutely superb um, and I think you'll agree it's a, a brilliant brilliant cover I know you will um but what we will say and what we've said continuously throughout this um, is it is quite a frivolous way of deciding uh, how to win because it's impossible it's absolutely impossible to pick um, between so many different talented people who have come up with so many different versions that are completely out there completely different um, and not at all uh, similar to each other and in many ways not similar to the original <laughs> uh, which is fantastic and it's they're all done brilliantly so um we have picked a winner we're, we're really proud of the winner we think it's a fantastic choice um but uh, another opportunity i guess for me to give an honorable mention to absolutely everyone um who's entered this and we really appreciate it so here we go with the slightly surreal random questions uh, which begins with me asking goes some uh, and then we we switch it up and uh and uh, stumble across a winner enjoy
1: I think the first thing to say with this podcast is that um, picking a winner is basically an impossible task. Uh, And the very notion of there being a winner is almost uh, a kind of uh, is, is a bit off to me because I'm really not into... Mm-hmm. competitive music making at all i mean stuff like the voice stuff like yeah. uh breton has got T- you know all those types of things absolutely turn my stomach uh, and so we never meant to pit anybody against each other with this and we never meant to uh turn it into some kind of of contest it was really just supposed to be a bit of fun and we never expected many people to get involved did no. we no, not at all. and And in fact, what we've ended up with is this kind of like ridiculous um, uh, gathering of riches uh, where where these the the, embarrassment of riches where people have uh, really just put their hearts and souls into and talent, most importantly, into these amazing pieces of work that for me to listen to, and I'm sure you feel this way as well, because, you know, you know, the song very well uh, and arguably that song is the thing that uh, that galvanised you to start yeah. this whole thing off. So the song means a lot to both you and me, and to hear so many people covering it in such brilliant and unexpected ways has just been an absolute... Just It's been a joy from start to finish for me, from that very first cover. There's like a few beautiful weeks of my life where every now and then I get a notification from yeah. someone saying... I've I've done a cover of your song and here it is and and I would just have you know I'd be wrapped for however long it was just utterly transported into somebody else's musical universe where they're singing my song and it was exhilarating it's absolutely exhilarating and I'll always remember it so uh, as I said on Twitter I know it's a really trite thing to say but all of these people are winners to me there is no losers yeah. the like Everyone who's taken part has won in my eyes because I will listen to these songs. I will. All of these versions have gotten play, not just because I knew we were going to do this and try and somehow pick uh, someone to to say, hey, they've won, but because they bring me such joy.
0: Yeah. I I mean, this is the thing, and people won't realise. Well, first of all, I'm glad you said about music is not you know, I, I always use the phrase music is not a competitive sport. It really <laughs> so, isn't.
1: I and, so and I really object to be. to the notion that it is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that you know, this this is fun, right? This is, you know, yes. is acceptable in the sense that it's fun and like you say, it's blown up way more than we thought.
1: Oh you God, know? I was thinking, you know, if we were lucky we might get two or three covers to, to choose from and that's if we were lucky, but in I mean, the end, I mean, how many did we end up with? 10 or 11, I think it was, I think wasn't it, was
0: about it? 11, yeah. I was just having a quick count up before we joined on. I think there's 11. They're in different And, races, and
1: it's so. been yeah. genuinely incredible. And everyone, it seems, who took part really put a lot of so much time and effort and passion yeah. into their versions. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's been really humbling.
0: And that's what I was going to say. What people probably won't, well, definitely won't realise is. Every time one of those came through, one of us would text the other almost immediately and go, have you heard this one? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this one? Yeah. This one's really good. Yeah. Oh my been. God, have yeah. you heard such and such? It yeah. <laughs> has been genuinely exciting. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, it was. And I've bored my family with at least two car journeys where I've just played back-to-back versions of the same song by different people. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. Well, stars. you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone would will be sick of this song by the end of this podcast, probably. Cause, yeah, um, I'm never
0: going to listen to it again. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah,
1: you know, the, the song itself now has got so many versions. But, I mean, it's incredible because quite a lot of people who've never heard me play have now heard whoever it is doing the the covers instead Uh, and uh, it's brilliant that's fantastic Uh, I I, I, I really
0: itself is a is a huge kind of thing isn't it I
1: mean oh it's amazing it's it's genuinely amazing
0: no one's ever covered your song
1: prior prior to this prior to this nobody i'd never people had threatened to do it before i mean not not in a not in a nasty way like well oh, one of these days goes uh <laughs> one of these days i'm gonna cover your song and you're gonna hate it um no but but people had said uh kind of dangled the carrot and gone, oh i really like um there's a guy who was gonna cover man with the ruined knee for yeah. example uh and he just he, he got distracted by life i understand yeah. uh, and a couple of others uh so to to suddenly have as i said before an embarrassment of riches of people who've who've covered this song is glorious and humbling and amazing and wonderful uh and thank you thank you thank you to everyone who took part because you're all brilliant brilliant musicians as well that's the thing
0: so um i was trying to think about how we would do this uh and I, I think so. We've got a SoundCloud playlist and a YouTube yeah. playlist because. Should we just
1: go through like the SoundCloud one first, and then the YouTube one?
0: It's like you're reading my mind.
1: Yeah, there you go. I was. That's <laughs> uh, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, because
0: well. we are. You said to people you can do either. Some people yep. like to do videos. Some don't. Whatever. Uh, so let's go. Let's. So the first, uh, the first one that we got through, which was really quick, um, perhaps not unexpectedly given the artist is renowned for working extremely quickly. Um, but the first one was Kiffy. Uh, yeah. We, I was Kiffy. Say Gambler's Last Day. Everyone's song is called Gambler's Last Day. Kiffy <laughs> baby,
1: Kiffy. Kiffy. Um, a... the most scarily prolific man on the internet. Uh, it, this, great. this song, well, he was so quick out of the gate. What was it? 48 hours, 36 hours, something like that. It was
0: within a couple of days, definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah and, um, as soon as I, I was thinking to myself when we first started this contest. Oh, I wonder how people are going to do it because it isn't isn't necessarily the easiest song to play on guitar. Yeah. Um, and right away he answered that question to me, and I went, "Oh, of course, you okay. could just sample it." Uh, and and that's what he did, and then all of a sudden the song goes in a completely unexpected direction, uh, and he really makes it his own. Uh, and and it was the first song out of the gate and it was deeply impressive to me as soon as i heard it i don't know how you felt
0: uh, very similar i thought the the sample was brilliant because you know we we took a lot of time didn't we we did the um how to video and yeah there
1: was an explainer and, and yeah. all that sort of stuff all
0: that sort of stuff. and actually you know to be fair we probably underestimated how smart people are because yeah i n- <laughs> it never
1: even occurred to me that you could sample it that's you know, how that's you know, how dumb i am
0: same same, and then some of the other versions are you know they don't need the, the, the walkthrough, <laughs> no, they
1: really don't. But I mean, uh, if at the time it came from a a, a, a place of thinking, how, how we make this easy, yeah, didn't it? no, no, no we just didn't realize there was an easier way,
0: yeah. So, the interesting thing about um, that version straight away was obviously it sounds because it is you and it's sampled, it sounds just like you, it sounds like a very faithful recreation of the song to begin with. But quite quickly, because his vocals quite well very unique, um, and because it goes you know synthy if you like in the middle and wanders off and goes yeah. everywhere else. Quite quickly, it's it's his own version of the song. It's instant. Yeah,
1: he kiffies it up straight away, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, exactly. it's instantly recognizable it. as kiffy. You and kiffy. Uh, yeah, and and it's amazing. It, and it's got a really unique texture to it straight away. Uh, and I should say. I subjected my my family to all of these. I say subjected. It was pleasure <laughs> from my end, but I mean they they heard "Gamblers' Last Date" a lot, uh, and uh, this version of the song is probably my eleven-year-old daughter's favourite.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, that's definitely it's the it's been the standout for her. Yes. So uh, she was she's been quite involved in this process. She got quite invested.
0: Good, very good. I also really like. Um the way that he says "past" and "last." Right? Yes,
1: yes. Past and last. Past and last. Because <laughs> I'm from the West Country, in air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he's he's obviously a bit posher than me, I think. Past. <laughs> I think it's past from he's Past and last. Yeah. Posh
0: today. Um, but no, he's a
1: very he's a very well spoken individual, though, isn't he?
0: Yes, that's true. Actually, we interviewed him recently on. Um, on yeah, the he's very Saturday. very erudite. Yeah, he's very articulate as
1: well. Yeah. There you go, but uh, but yeah, I mean, this was this came he came out swinging with this straight away, and it was almost like the gauntlet was laid down. Then it's kind of like, hey, this so, is this is this is as good as it can get, people.
0: Yeah, this is it. This set the this then set you know the benchmark for everyone else.
1: It did, and I was thinking, do you know what? If we don't get another cover. At least we've got one magnificent cover oh, out of really this. Really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it's completely different to the original, which was sort of precisely uh, what I needed at that time was to hear that that kind of version and just go, "Wow, this really does work." Uh, when it when it's stripped of its genre and transplanted somewhere else. Exactly. It's I like proof of concept.
0: My only complaint is it took him a couple of days to do it, and I would have expected it to be done in about four hours.
1: Yeah, and I expected him to have at least six versions of it as six well. Six versions, yeah. That's exactly. it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I expected him to do the entire 17 track album, Ghost of the Future and yes, Past, exactly. by the end of that first week. He really let me down.
0: Disappointing. Disappointing.
1: <laughs> no, he did brilliantly. Absolutely amazing work.
0: Right, so, uh, so next up then, so we talked about Kiffy. Um, we'll come yes. back to. Um, we'll, sort of, we'll, we'll do it as we go, but we'll. we'll I don't know. I have no idea who the winner of this is going to be or how they're going to choose. No, it. me nobody neither. I, honest, like,
1: com- Coming into this, I just thought, well, I'm going to have to talk to Mike and, and we will come to some kind of decision we'll figure it out. Uh, when, when we argue it out. Because I genuinely I, I have nobody in my head who I'm thinking, they're the winner. No,
0: me neither. This is going to be very interesting. It's going so, to be very interesting, yeah. Next up, then, is completely different. So Next up, we've got Titanosaur. Yeah, uh, which is Jeff uh, from Titanosaur, who did an ear blasting, <laughs> amazing heavy cover of the song. I think this is this must be the heaviest one, isn't it?
1: Oh, easily it's the heaviest. Yeah. Uh, uh, this one, oh man, this this just reminded me of when I was about seventeen. My first ever band. Well, I was sixteen actually. My first ever band was a heavy metal band, and um, at that time, I spent a lot of time in sort of. Uh, clubs that were playing metal uh and and that kind of like metallica pantera sepulture mega all those types of things mm-hmm. um and this totally hit that
0: yeah.
1: sweet spot for me and transported me into one of those clubs and you could have heard this then and it would have fit right in uh and it absolutely blew my socks off when i first said <laughs> this it really did <laughs> i put it on i said to my wife i've just there's a there's a another version there's another version of Gambler's Last Day we've got to listen to it I think it's I think it's probably heavy and she's like yeah put it on put it on so we're in the kitchen and I whacked up the volume before we'd even heard a note and I put it on And we instantly looked at each other went bloody hell this really works doesn't it you know what i mean uh and uh, the only thing was i was disappointed when it ended that because uh he he didn't do uh the whole song which we said was not a necessity yes but um he goes verse, course verse, course and i honestly thought it was going to go into kind of like a blistering metallica style guitar solo and i was primed and desperate for it to happen um and I'm still kind of desperate for him to, to do a, a complete version of the song because I think what he's done here is r- nothing short of incredible.
0: Um, maybe that's that's the thing about this is maybe that adds to the intrigue
1: mm-hmm.
0: as well because you don't know. Like I, I was the same. It's sort of like it's a real cliffhanger. Um, yeah, which is interesting. But also, it's like, oh, but I, I want to hear it. <laughs> so,
1: I really, I mean, I even, I think I did message him and say, look, if you ever want to finish the song, please,
0: please, please, yeah, please do it. I remember you said. Yeah. Um, I love the James Hetfield style vocal. Oh, uh, yeah, it's it so really good. Goes it. I love it. Yeah. I also love that it's a clean intro, but, you know. Yeah. Like well, what I, I. Down, nice and heavy. Yeah. Kind of bassy, reverby. You can almost. It's like you could, you know, it, it, when you're on stage and you play a big. Bassy sounding clean electric guitar, and you can hear the snare drum rumbling in the background. I got that yeah. sort of feeling from that. I know guitar. exactly what you're saying. It chills, not it? Yeah. And then he turns I, it off and he goes. It's boom.
1: um, <laughs> it's a real blast of energy and vitality that just comes rumbling over, and uh, I, I, mm. you know, I, I was pretty enraptured with this uh, straight away, uh, and I think. This is probably the favorite of a couple of members of my family as well, okay. um, uh, which is interesting. But as, as I say, it totally hit that the metal lover in me. Uh, yeah. And I, I fully embraced this straight away. And uh, it, yeah, I thought he did a magnificent job. What was interesting as well is because although it's on um, although we've got it on SoundCloud, he posted it on Twitter uh, and he did, I think he did a, the verse and course with the camera on so you could see him performing it. Yes. And that was fantastic as well, because the amount of commitment that he brings to it is just tremendous.
0: Yeah, he really went for it, didn't he? Really
1: yeah, he he, yeah, he really did. And uh, I love the way that he plays the riff, both the clean and the dirty version yep. is really, really good. Uh, yeah, he did a great job.
0: It's it's quite an exciting way to play because the... The original's obviously got the capo, 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 I know what's capo, called yeah. I call it a capo. Um, <clears throat> but it, there's there's none of that, he, I, you know, it's because it's that wouldn't work, I guess, for a big heavy song to have it all the way up the neck, um, yeah, fifth fret or whatever it is. So he's, yeah, he's done it, and then that gives him a bit of freedom to do those sort of little, um, I don't know what they are, Ae- aeolian licks or whatever they are. Um, yeah, it, it just gives you that you know, he's got a bit of freedom on the neck to sort of do it. And because he's got all the fuzz and everything on, he can kind of really hit it. Uh, yeah. Which is really good to hear. Cause you it really just got, sounds you strum hard, huge. You, you like you've got yeah. Big, big strum.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've I got a great big strum, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's powerful. Tell, mate. That's what people are <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, it yeah it's powerful it's really powerful it's it, and it's just got a kind of raw intensity to it that i really love
0: yeah no i completely agree all right so, so that was titanosaur um yes absolutely fantastic completely different to Kiffy. completely different to the original that is basically yeah. the theme of all of this
1: exactly and again i was thinking god if we don't get any more covers these two are both brilliant and i love them
0: yeah, that, I mean that's the amazing thing, isn't it? We could have gone. I mean, I still don't know how we'd pick one of them. That's the. I don't know how we're going to do this at the end of the uh, really
1: Well, ain't. let's just. Well, let's get to that part in a minute. Yeah let's,
0: yeah. let's spend two hours talking about it and not decide. Um, yeah. All right. So then we've got depth buffer. Now this I really like because they've got a little sneak preview of this, didn't we? And he kept sort of teasing it and saying, "Oh, I'm working on this. I'm doing it." And there was mm. a little i don't know 20 second clip of something and you could just make out where
1: yeah that's know, right
0: where the riff sort of was what the riff part was and all that um and then it appeared and i think again we both felt the same it was just like whoa this is not what i expected
1: this uh, this one absolutely blew my mind uh someone on facebook it described it as if massive attack did a cover of Gambler's Last Day. That's probably what it would sound like. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably a, a really good way of describing this track. It's just, it's like, it's deep. It's got so many layers. It's so textured. It's dark. It sounds like a bunch of people chanting on a hill at midnight. <laughs> it conjures up all kinds of, uh, you know, like ritualistic imagery in my head. Uh, and uh, it's, it, you know, it sort of really took the song to a different place and a different level for me, uh, and and made it much more. It's not, it's not, ex- it's not quite sinister, but it's got a, uh, it's got sinister <laughs> undertones, if you know what I mean. It's yeah, got it's... implications all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um, it has, and it also it's sort of it feels a bit dystopian. It feels. Yeah. You know, it's like a futuristic, um, like a futuristic Stonehenge, I was going to say. but it's kind Yeah, of, I know what he's saying, it's yeah. It's kind of culty and pagany, if you like. It is. But set in The Terminator. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's got a, it's just got a ton of brilliant, brilliant layers to it that I, and I noticed more and more the more I listened to it. And I came back to it a lot. Um, just because I felt like it was so different to everything else that we got.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh, and it really felt like this one, this, I remember when I heard this one, I was suddenly like, God, this guy spent ages on this, you know, you can really hear the amount of work that has gone into this. It's so dense. Uh, and, uh, yeah, full respect. I, I honestly think it's brilliant.
0: I think also what I really liked is there was a lot of conversation around it because he's quite conversational with people about music production and stuff. So there was a tweet about yeah. uh, a drum FX chain, um, which which was a video that he made about the work in progress, which was really interesting to explain some of yeah. the sort of, I think he said to explain the method behind my madness, but it's to do with like how he down pitched the drums and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Which you know I understand none of, but I found fascinating. <laughs> so, oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was really good. And then also he posted the music as well, didn't he? So he he'd written the, I say written uh, you know on a digitally he'd written out the, the sheet music. And he was sort of saying, yeah. I'm, I'm really taking this seriously, and I thought that's that's pretty incredible when you're sort of thinking about how you change the instrumentation and structure it and all the rest of it um, to go to that level. Yeah. I was really impressed with.
1: Um, it's an incredible amount of work and thought that he put into that, and uh, it really comes across in the final, the final product. Yeah. It's as I said, it's it's dense and uh, it's hugely atmospheric, and it transports you immediately to another place.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, very, very. very so again,
1: good like fantastic work. Yeah. Depth buffer. Do. Well done.
0: Top quality. <laughs> Um, mm. And then, so again, these are now definitely out of order because people post some YouTube, bits it's in between. But next on the SoundCloud... It's out of order, mate. It's out of order. But next on the SoundCloud yeah. is Storm of Crows. Um, now, this is the one where there's the tambourine, and I love the tambourine. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's a big part of it for me. But uh, this is... Um, this is interesting because this is it's a bit higher tempo, it's kind of rocky, they're a sort of rocky, bluesy type band anyway. I feel like they're the sort of band that would be really good at a you know, festival or something like that. Yeah. Um, and again, it just takes, it takes actually the, it's a truer representation of the original song in many ways, because it takes the, a lot of the original components and its guitar bass and everything else, but it, it does. does transform it, it turns it into something it, um, different. It again. does.
1: It does. I really, really like Storm of Crows, uh, and yeah, you know right. uh, their music's great, and their brilliant presence on Twitter. Uh, and this version is just so joyous, isn't yes, it? That's the it like yeah, it, yeah. it's like these guys sound like they're having a great time, uh, and uh, it. I don't know. It reminded me of a band like um, a, a bit like the Wonder stuff almost, uh, and yeah. it. it it had a bit of a it's got a touch of like fairport convention about it a little bit as well in the vocal yeah um uh mixed with that that lovely rock sound that they've got uh, and i don't know as i say they they just it it sounds so good it sounds like a real party and they sound like they're having an absolute blast yeah uh and uh it put a massive smile on my face this song yeah. When when they sent it to me, I just thought, God, this this is really really good. I love it. I was actually I listened to this in um my best mate's living room, uh with him and and we we're both like, God, this is bloody good, isn't it? <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, I I've, I can't say enough good things about it. It's it's great. It's I really like really well, good.
0: So this one, um, I'm not sure now. I think it's the only one, but this one is longer. The yes it is
1: longer they they go for it again they um yeah. i think they double up on the uh on the middle eight yeah um and yeah they <laughs> it just sounds like they're having a great time and so they kind of want to make it last a bit longer yeah uh which from my point of view i thought yeah that sounds amazing it sounds really good
0: i mean there's no better compliment uh, in many ways so.
1: <laughs> no uh and it made me think you know this is this this is the version that made me go god yeah i'd love to hear this i'd love to be in front of this band and watch them do it
0: yeah that's why that's exactly what i thought yeah
1: uh and i i thought they they could chuck this in their life set and even people who didn't know it was a cover would appreciate it do you know what i mean they go wow that's a great song
0: (laughs) yeah definitely plus a bit of prs money for you so happy days Hey hey happy days <laughs> storm of crows play it all you like baby Absolutely. um yeah
1: yeah uh, but no that again again like it's so good it's so bloody good um uh, and i loved listening to it and i i've played it lots uh and uh again i'd, I'd say probably at least one member of my family thinks this is their favorite so uh <laughs> It's, it's incredible, isn't it? it it's so hard. The, the more you talk about these songs, the more you realise it's so bloody hard.
0: It is a really difficult um, decision. I think... Um, I'm not sure we should trust members of your family to make this decision because I think all of them are their favourites. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh,
1: you know, I'm talking about my extended... Family. Even my mother got really into this contest. Uh, so, you know, my mum, who is 70... Uh, really? has been exposed to some real interesting music as a result of this contest and uh, she got really into it every time a new song came out she said to me send it to me, send it so I was like <laughs> whatsapping her uh, and and she would give me her opinion so it's quite fascinating
0: my am famous <laughs> yeah, cross,
1: cross-generational cross appeal that's, uh, that's what I say
0: I mean that's, you know if we ever did any sort of measurement on this that's a, a result I wouldn't have expected
1: yeah, well there you go there you go It must be a good song because my mum loves it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's always a good sign. (laughs) Um, Alright, so then next up uh, we go further down the blues rabbit hole, I guess, Mm -hmm. uh, with Matthew uh, and his Gambler's cover. And this is...
1: The Blues is love. Yeah. As he's uh, known on Twitter. The Blues is
0: love. And I say bluesy because obviously it is um, You know, just in the the guitar licks and everything and his whole sort of philosophy I find he's just generally he's a bluesy guy right but this is he is but he's so
1: lovely he's such a lovely guy this guy oh I don't, really yeah no, I don't
0: mean he's miserable <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah. he's a top quality guy but I just mean he, he exudes that passion in his music you know it is it you know you and i are massive blues fans and clearly he is as well just his playing his yeah but what i was going to say is this is interesting because it's got the licks and that beautiful little fuzzy guitar um yeah but also it's sort of got a drone hasn't it it's almost got a celtic feel to it um yeah running through it which i i I
1: didn't know when i when i first heard this for 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 a moment i thought is he has he got Bagpipes in this yeah, or something? Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It it was it was a real moment of confusion before I realised what was going on, um, and I really again I heard this and I thought God, he's he's really worked hard on this, yeah. and um, it's got a. That I really like his unique delivery of the vocal. Uh, he's got such a, a kind of raw, vulnerability mm. to the way that he sings uh and an honesty to the way that he sings. Uh and I I really like what he did with the arrangement and that kind of fuzz sounds like sounds like any moment he's gonna break into a really long fuzzy solo. Do you know what I mean? So he does. But yeah. But he holds back uh and defies your expectations and actually stays quite true to the structure of the song and um yeah I I was quite spellbound with this one and, and again it was it's really different to all the others
0: it is really different I, I i completely agree there is a absolute sort of honesty in the vocal um and a sort of um not i don't want to say conversational because that's not the right way of putting it but there's an authenticity i suppose is what i mean about yeah
1: it sounds to... more like a confessional i think yeah there you go yeah, do you yeah, know what i, mean? I exactly what mean uh and i think again he really made this his own uh old matthew and uh he yeah he's he's a lovely guy and you can tell uh you can tell from his songs uh so much about him do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, you really I really feel like I learn more about him every time I hear one of his songs and he's very honest in the way that he puts things across. Uh, and yeah, again, really bloody good version.
0: All say he's wonderfully self deprecating. <laughs>
1: he is, yeah. You, every now and then you want to say, Oh, come on, mate. No, come on. You, you want, you're really good.
0: You want to give him a big cuddle, don't you? Sometimes.
1: <laughs> well, well, you want to give him a big cuddle. I, I just want to slap him on the back and say, Well done, old son. <laughs> well, done, sir. well done, old chap.
0: But uh, no, I mean, he's a, he's a top quality Blake. Um, and I should say, actually, like a lot of um, um, the people that have uh, submitted, he's a big supporter of the label. Um, and we really appreciate that. Um, you know, he's, a, he's a subscriber to the label so his yeah are, he's, he's just got he's throat. got proper
1: passion for music and uh, he's yeah. a big part of the independent music scene and is yeah. top top guy
0: a very important part I think um, as well to have, yeah to have people like that and, you know that kind of um, just that input and, and that honesty and authenticity like we said um, in there I think he's an important figure uh, for me um, agreed good. Uh, so so the next one <laughs> uh we yeah. go in a completely different direction <coughs> with lots of um, uh, i i mean sounds let's say um so this is the Gozerian uh, version by is it Gomrund? i want to say
1: Gomrund. gomrand yeah i all i oh, Gomrund. I, don't, I mean i don't know how you say his name Gomrund. but it's a good name you are quite a uh, or, Gomrund. could be quite a good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Uh, again, like, oh, God, this I mean, this was the last one that we heard. So we're really out of uh, out of sync on this now because yeah, totally, uh, yeah. this this was the last version, I yeah. think, over the over the line. Um, and it, it is like glitchy, itchy, dark electronica. Uh, and I I almost I heard this and I sort of went, I'm not even sure that I have the correct musical vocabulary (laughs) to describe it. Um, But I really liked it because it was so far off the reservation in terms of what I normally listen to. Um, uh, And again, it completely, completely held me all the way through.
0: I really like the sort of descending, um, like the pew, 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 like those little descending cadence things um I thought were absolutely excellent like that that little layer all the layers and all the textures in this and I I mean I'm in a similar camp to you I've in the last few years doing the podcast with Bonesy obviously I've got much broader I've always had a broad range broad taste in music but even more so because people send all kinds of stuff you know yeah um And you know, I still find it difficult to describe things sometimes because it's like this is completely unique to me. I've got no reference, I've got no idea. but in terms of the the layers and just the musicality, the ability to put that together, similarly with depth buffer, um, yeah, and, and some of the other um, kind of electronic um, covers, I find it fascinating and it sounds beautiful. It really does sound. It awesome. really
1: does, yeah and uh it's got it's got something it's definitely got something that none of the other tracks have got uh, in, in terms of texture. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it sort of exists, as you say, on a similar... Uh, you know, if there's a spectrum, you've probably got Kiffy and Depth Buffer and Gomrand, uh, you know, all at different points on that spectrum, as it were. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of like how, at first, when you hear this song, it almost sounds quite minimalist. Yeah, it
0: does, yeah.
1: And then the more you listen to it, the more you realise just how much work has gone into it and how many layers Gomran's hidden in there. Uh, and and you start to notice more and more. And I really like that about this track. It's a sort of uh, Russian doll of a track. It's like stuff in, is inside other stuff, yeah. you know?
0: No, completely. Even this, um, the vocal.
1: If you can oh, yeah, the, the vocal is amazing. It,
0: it, it, which sort of has a... Um, Bowser's Castle Mario type <laughs>
1: feeling to it. Um, yeah, I, I was thinking right. like um, uh, Stephen Hawking when he's high kind of <laughs> feel about it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you think Stephen <laughs> Hawking's voice would
0: change when he was high? Just
1: the... sure well, was that like. was the idea. Yeah, I like the idea that I was going to do a really bad Stephen Hawking impression, and I just I decided not to do it at the last minute. But <laughs> I think wise. I think <laughs> yeah, probably wise. Probably, probably just better off staying away from all of that yeah. uh, goza right what um are, but they plummet the ashes. <laughs> 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 yeah no i'm not getting into that um but yeah and, and, it, anyway so that's, as i said itchy glitchy dark textured electronica uh, with a, a a whole slew of fascinating facets inside it yeah brilliant
0: excellent all right, so then uh, now we're on to the YouTube um, playlist. Uh, there's wow. There's one, one in here that we won't talk about just because it appears on both. So Kippy did a video and a, a SoundCloud, so we'll obviously
1: skip yeah, over it. He was just showing off at that point, wasn't it? Yeah, he?
0: rather than record all 17 tracks, he just did. He uploaded it twice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's it.
0: <clears throat> so we'll skip over that uh, when it comes. But uh, we have got uh, Gary Granger um, was the first YouTube entry. Oh,
1: this uh, guy, man, heard. seriously. I mean, Gary Granger, for those that don't know, is an extremely well-respected uh, blues guitar player, and uh, he's got a completely different style to me. Um, he actually, how I know Gary, uh, is he has played me on his radio show, uh, which is on Blues and Roots Radio, and... Oh. Uh, and and so that's how we know each other. Uh, and Gary, as I say, he's just got a, an amazing way of playing the guitar. It, it's completely different to the way that I play it. That finger style version, those those incredible sort of like passing notes uh, that he that he's doing all the time, and um, the little runs that he makes up and yeah. down the the fretboard, uh, and. And I was just mesmerised by this uh, when I first heard it. I, I just I couldn't believe how good it was. Uh, and um, it was the first... I think I'm right. This was the first proper guitar version that we'd... You know, like the, yeah. the first acoustic guitar version yeah. that uh, we encountered. And I just felt really honoured that he'd had a go. And uh, totally... Enraptured by his performance, I felt it was. Again, he really made it his own. He really did. Uh,
0: He really did. He's got a bit of Richard Thompson about him, I think, in his guitar style. Yeah, I
1: think I can see that. Yeah, Um, yeah.
0: Like you say, the little passing notes and the runs and just the little, they're little sort of like half dead notes in there, and then they repeat, and you realise it's just another texture. It's all part of it. Um, Yeah like everything's very deliberate but it's done so in such a relaxed he just looks so chilled out playing it as well That's he nice does doesn't he well. he
1: looks so chilled out and he's um he's one hell of a performer uh and he's been doing it a long time uh and i have a lot of respect for gary and funnily enough off the back of this version that he did uh we got talking again um uh, and it looks like we might do a couple of shows together, uh, in twenty twenty two up around where he lives.
0: Fantastic! You'll have to. Um, yeah. You'll have to learn one of his songs.
1: Yeah, I might. I might well do that.
0: You can each cover each other's song. That, that, was
1: that sounds minutes. like quite a laugh. <laughs> that sounds like quite a laugh, but uh, if I mean. Everybody who we've mentioned so far and will uh, continue to mention on this podcast. I would just urge anyone who is listening to this to go and check out all of their stuff yeah. um, and, and, you know, go and explore their back catalogue because all of the people that we're talking about, and Gary included, have got amazing pieces of work that you really should should hear.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean...
1: Original music.
0: This is the really fun thing as well for me... There are artists in here that I knew pretty well. Um, yeah. Didn't expect to do a cover, so I saw a completely different side of them. Uh, there are artists in here, like I don't know, or I didn't know Gary before this. I think we're, you know, Facebook buddies or whatever now. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I, 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 and again, because of this, I've then had a little lurk and found some stuff, and it's it's fascinating. Like, you know, all of these, all of these people have done such an amazing job. It it encourages you. Innocently to have a look, which is really what we wanted. It's all about that sort of collectivism. It's all about that's the yeah know, the key totally of the, of the label, is, you know, as you know. Obviously, is is all about you know if, if you know, lifting everyone up um, through this. Yeah,
1: and exploration as well. I think
0: yeah. discovery, exploration, collectivism. Or, you know, it's all part of that overall philosophy of well, just fucking do it, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I things, think, yeah, it's, it's just
1: like this Gary's that... is potentially the the most uh relaxing version of this song that we had. I think I'm probably right in saying,
0: yeah, I would say it's super chill,
1: it is, and uh, it's it, it's just got a love, it, I love it, I really enjoy the way that he plays this, uh, and my daughter who as you know is a kiffy fan was like it's too basic and i sort of said to her hang (laughs) on bearing in mind she's 11 she's 11 uh and i said to her no (laughs) you don't understand this if you're a guitar player this is far from basic my love you know (laughs) it's uh
0: longer than i haven't in my life and i can't do what this guy does (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it, it, the way he plays is sort of like a love letter to the song. Is how I feel in a, in a lot of ways. You know, it's just that yeah, yeah. it's a it's a it's a beautiful, mesmeric way that he has about him in delivering this song. Anyway, so yeah, great great work from Gary.
0: Um, and I was, Brilliant. I was wrong earlier, by the way. I said <clears throat> uh, Storm of Crows was uh, possibly the only one to go over the time, and actually, I forgot. Death Popper goes over. Like the original yep. length of the song, I mean, Death um, and and so does this, and actually I think so does another one later. Um, well there you go. You should have got your
1: facts right, Mike, should, shouldn't yeah, you?
0: Should have done my bloody research, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not
1: not as if you were heavily involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> not <at> all, no. <laughs> it's not
0: like I've had months to prep. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's not really relevant uh, how long it is. But yeah, it's it, it is brilliant, and I mean this is the reason I say that. Is I like, was impressed, genuinely, that people took the time to cover the whole song.
1: Um, Me too. Because we we did say that you don't have to. Um, we were trying to encourage more people to get involved. Uh, and so we thought, well, just go ahead and do a verse and a course. That'll give us a flavour. That'll be enough. Um, and so the I feel a particular... Um, particular gratitude to the people who have covered the entire song uh, because I feel like that's such a commitment yeah
0: Yeah. It really
1: um, is. and then you have to really, really, really think about it because you have to think about the whole dynamics of the song and the um, where it's going to go, if you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. amazing
0: yeah, fantastic um, <laughs> and in the words of Monty Python and now for something completely different <laughs> uh, so this is one blind mouse with his version, which is um, brilliantly titled "Life's a gamble, and then you're fucked." <laughs>
1: That's such a stew thing to say.
0: <laughs> it really is spot on, isn't it? It's so yeah, steep, so steep. Um, I loved this. This this came in quite early as well. I think uh, really yeah, early. Um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of his anyway. Um, He's
1: he is like no one else, really.
0: He is like no one else at all. Um, I'm a big fan of his, which almost immediately goes against the grain of anything he's trying to achieve by having fans. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> which,
1: you can't, you shouldn't really say that you like anything that he does because it will make him hate it straight away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll say, oh, my God, now I'm a commercial sellout. Yeah. Oh, it's mainstream. I'll, I'm never going to do anything in that vein again.
0: It's <laughs> too mainstream. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, I mean, this is absolutely fantastic. I'm a big fan of his music, um, like I say, anyway. Um, but this really is minimalist and this really is taking, you know, the, the heart and the, not even the heart, like the beat of the heart and the, you know, the bit that goes into that, whatever that is, not a biologist, as you can tell, um, and just stripping everything away. Yeah. Saying, what's the very core of this? What's the bit that I, um, you know, what's the bit that I, I hear and want to play with? Um, and it does it brilliantly. Um, and there's a bit of an explanation in this one, where he talks about the voice of the original track is extracted using Steinberg spectral layers, I don't know what that means, um, <laughs> and some sort of software, and the noise, yeah. transients, and tonal layers extracted further. Some synth noise and sample torturing has taken place. <laughs> <laughs> I leave the rest of the interpretation entirely up to you. And I do think that's a brilliant description um, for anyone who's not heard this yet. Uh, one
1: one blind mouse is unique, and uh, what he does is fascinating. And I what I like about this version is you just don't know what you're in for. You've got no clue. Uh, and uh, he just takes you somewhere completely different. He takes you on a real little journey uh and it sounds to me i was saying this to a friend of mine when we were listening to it who's an artist uh and i said to him to me this is exactly like the kind of uh soundtrack that you would get in an art installation
0: yes Yes. you know
1: it's that kind of thing where you've got a bunch of weird images and and stuff uh projected on a screen or something like that and then you've got this uh this atmospheric gathering of sounds all of which is designed to evoke a certain kind of emotion in you uh even if that emotion is uncertainty do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. uh and to me that is exactly what's what stew one blind mouse has done here and it works like gangbusters because it really does it really makes you prick up your ears and go wow that's I wasn't expecting that. <laughs>
0: I think that's the thing. When when you do something that's, you know, his, his whole thing is, is experimental and deliberately so, yeah. um, but when you do something that's so experimental, and I'm, I'm talking more broadly about his, his catalogue I suppose as well, um, it, it becomes interesting because of the nature of what it is, because it's not been heard before um, or seen before, and, and also there's always an explanation and an extra detail that you don't know just by hearing it you know there's always yeah. we'll talk about patterns in waves that he's played with and it's, it, it goes beyond sound it goes through the whole core of music so he, he's fascinating in what he does um, He
1: is. Oh, he's a fascinating individual in general I think yeah. you can say for sure Stu does not see the world or music like anyone else
0: no definitely not uh, and we should give him a shout out as well because obviously um all of this uh is um i say it that it's gone beyond this but all of this was originally intended to help promote uh, the album ghosts of the future and past we're, we're way beyond that now it's um
1: way beyond that it's
0: far too exciting to worry about sales and marketing uh, but uh, we should say, uh, because we were extremely grateful and did a brilliant job, that obviously Stu mastered um, that album as well.
1: And he did, and actually uh, me and him have got a bit of a uh, relationship going on now musically because he also mastered uh, Rebuilt and Remade, which was the yes. EP that I put out earlier in the year. It's all acoustic, it was my sort of lockdown project, and he was the one who, uh, who mastered that. So yeah, he's a bit of a, he's an all-round sonic genius
0: that's such a brilliant description <laughs> yes he is uh, so that's one blind mouse um, so next up on the YouTube playlist is Kiffy but we've already talked about Kiffy it's the same yep. it's brilliant uh, and he kindly put um, I guess it doesn't get taken down by the YouTube algorithm a Kiffy cover of Gambler's Last Day by and with permission of oh, goes a good to be. so there you go YouTube he's got permission alright yeah um, so <laughs> we've talked about Kiffy um, then we've got Clint Slate Gambler's Oh Last man. Day. Case good
1: speed cover cool oh, this one knocked my socks off as well. this one really uh put me on my ass because he uh this reminded me of what it must be like to just sort of amble into a bar late at night and see an acoustic performer over in the corner putting their heart and their soul into their own deeply intense version. Of one of your songs Um, Yes And he He really went for it With the performance Again it's just him And an acoustic guitar And he uh, Yeah He just brings the passion to this Doesn't he
0: Yeah he really does And he I I guess what's really interesting about this uh, When we're talking about it Is I think he might have listened to it once Or had a quick run through just so he could sort of you know play it um, yeah but basically he said the idea was you know it's, it's in one take he prepared it very quickly to keep it fresh got his phone out played it and that was yeah. it yeah and I think he absolutely nailed it
1: oh he played the hell out of it didn't he and he was just feeling it you could tell he's feeling it yeah all he the way through it. and it, the kind of like the end is so good he's he's kind of pushing himself He's kind of experimenting as he's going, um, but he's really, really feeling the whole song, and he just absolutely makes it his, uh, and uh, made me really feel it. You know?
0: No, that's exactly it. And it's sort of it, it's great because of that kind of you know keep it fresh approach. There you are know, bits of it that are slightly ad libbed, and bits of it that sort of. Yeah. You know, he just goes for it, and and the the comment he put, which stuck with me. Uh, was, he said, it? I I did write this down to make sure I got it right, but he said, I thought it'd be cool to act as if I was playing to you guys so it's as human, sharing and caring as it can be.
1: Oh, that's great. I I didn't see that comment, but that really, really comes across. I think think he's just got this intensity to the performance, that kind of like total commitment, and he really, he sells it. To me, every single time I watch that, I just go, God, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. and I can't look away.
0: No, as soon no, as, no, as it's soon it's as, like, I, the other, like yeah, in the
1: room. yeah, like yesterday, uh, I was going through everything and I listened to everything again, uh, and this one, I, I thought, uh, perhaps I'll just watch. A minute of it just to just to remind myself because I was writing down little comments about more yeah. but of course I had to watch the whole thing yeah, and the, like the whole song was over before I even realized I'm like God yeah. he gets me every time every time and it's the level of commitment that he brings to this
0: yeah no, I completely agree brilliant so then uh, we go into Dr. Thud's remedy so this one, if I'm right, is a Facebook only video, but it is on the uh, Goes Ghost web page. Um, it is. On, which we'll, we'll link to, which has all of these uh, on it. Um, I can't remember when this came in. I suppose these are roughly in order, are they? So
1: No, this was quite early. This was about week two, I think. Uh, and I, I should say in advance, uh, Dr. Thud's Remedy are very good friends of mine uh And in fact, the lead singer of Doctor Third's Remedy is Steve Connolly, and he's my best mate uh we you know, but really? in bands we yeah, we used to live together, we've been in bands <laughs> over the years together uh he's been a mate of mine for Amazing. uh you know probably quarter of a century uh or more um and uh yeah, this band, Doctor Third's Remedy are an Irish folk band, they're a party band. I've done loads of gigs with these guys as well. Uh, So the fact that they decided to cover it was a really lovely surprise. Uh, And uh, of course, because I know them so well, uh, I was deeply biased towards uh, enjoying this song straight away. Um, uh, And I thought that they really nailed it. I thought that they brought their own uh, style and energy to this. Uh, And it's just got all the hallmarks of of dr third in it it's got that uh that brilliant energy that they bring um it's got that lovely sort of homespun down home type sound that they bring to things yeah. uh and uh, yeah i mean i've watched them play so many times uh and i could watch them play all day they're absolutely brilliant um and they really live they really really do bring it um and they transform venues into into parties Uh, and the one of the greatest things about all of this is that they they enjoyed like they've been doing a very similar set for ages uh, and they decided that they wanted to do a cover of this and they enjoyed doing it so much that they've now made this song a mainstay of their set
0: that's what I was going to say that was that was sort of the best comment about it was because I remember you saying oh I think these guys are doing one and then yeah I seem to remember that they did one in a rehearsal or something and they weren't sure about it and then it popped up um, yeah they
1: weren't I think they did it and they were really pleased with it and then they couldn't find the the recording uh and they thought damn it's lost forever uh but actually they they did they did put it together they found it uh yeah and it's great and you know and now they love playing the song and uh, there's a very good chance that in the future nobody connected with me will know it's anything to do with me they'll just hear it. <laughs> they'll they'll hear it and they'll probably think it's some some you know Irish classic that uh, they're reinterpreting or something like that but yeah I love it it's it's uh, it's so great to hear my friends doing this song yeah no what a
0: brilliant feeling absolutely yeah. fantastic
1: but as a result, I have absolutely no impartiality with it at all. So, uh, <laughs> are
0: you saying it hasn't won? We've not won off. Is that what you saying? Or oh, it has won? Could work either way. There.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's it. I guess um, it, it's it would be an extremely worthy winner if it did win. It is a great version, and I love it. They're all worthy
0: winners for sure. But yeah,
1: they are, and again, completely different from everything else.
0: Yeah, very, very different. Okay, so the next up uh, is Paul Feldon. Yes. With Paul. Gamma's Last Day, of course. Um, <laughs> but but with what I would describe as quite an intense and in some places slightly scary psychedelic version of this song. Is that fair?
1: Well, uh, I said
0: yes, as a compliment, it's by the way.
1: That's not, uh, it it's, is a, it's 100% a psychedelic version and it's so good. Uh, I, uh, I like musically, it blew me away when i first heard it um uh and i almost tried to because we should say this one we didn't ask anyone to produce a video to go with it uh but he really went for it paul i should also say just like the last band paul is a good friend of mine paul is someone i've paul is from plymouth um He's not. I should say he's from Liverpool, but (laughs) he's he lives in Plymouth, and uh, he's someone I've seen out on the music scene a lot. Uh, He uh, he is a unique musical talent, I think, in Plymouth, Uh, and he Mark Bolan is one of his all-time heroes. He was actually on Stars in Their Eyes doing Mark Bolan, and I think he won years ago. Um, and he's been in a Mark Boland covers band and T-Rex band, you know, all that. Uh, he's and but his own stuff is fantastic as well. He's a, a really brilliant um, songwriter who's probably never really had his due, uh, in my opinion. But anyway, um, the amount of work and effort and time that he put into this, not just the the music, which is brilliant. And, is it, you know, I love the this site psych- this i mean this really is this is the kind of thing that would crop up on a, on a spotify playlist that i put together do you know what i mean it is yeah. um it's it hits that real sweet spot for me that kind of psychedelic rock uh, i'm a i'm a massive fan of as i think you know yeah um and it's got that you know it sounds like it could have been recorded in the in the late 60s or early 70s doesn't it it's got yes. that feel Uh, And then there's the video that his son worked on for him, uh, which is just a whole other level of brilliant. It really is. Someone someone described it as being like a completely unselfconscious, uh, like Mighty Boosh style video. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like it's this. I I don't think that I had laughed so much. uh, as i did at that video and i wasn't i was totally laughing with the video because it, it, it i mean it, it's intended to amuse you yeah. um and and it really does it it delivers it it was just it's so gleeful the way that it's put together it's just beautiful
0: it's fantastic it's it's all the, the the um spinning you know fades and the Oh, yeah, it's everything really but the kitchen is. sink. It's yeah. it's
1: fantastic. Brilliant. And it's so atmospheric. Uh and uh he's got a kind of like um like a cult leader thing going on in it to me. Yeah. He's got that, you know what That's
0: I mean? That's what I mean about slightly scary. Like he's actually, <laughs> he's so intense in places. He's quite oh, terrible. he's brilliant. The, <laughs> the
1: amount of commitment that he brings to that again. I mean, I know this has come up a lot, but the, the level of uh, commitment and intensity that so many of the performers have bought is, yeah. is nothing short of amazing. Uh, and uh, Paul really delivers in this. Uh, and I think it's a, it's a total showcase for what he can do. Um uh and yeah, yeah, he's got lots to be proud of because that's a, a really good version. Really good.
0: It is fantastic. So first of all Hey, it's Mike again. I told you I'd jump back in when we got to the point where we were making uh the decision on which track would be our winner of the ghost's Ghost competition. Um and we we didn't really have a criteria we didn't really have a a way of doing this or not a sensible one um, at one point we tried to use uh, the same scoring system that they use for gymnastics and apply it to music turns out it doesn't work at all absolute nonsense um <laughs> but uh so we tried a couple of things what we ended up doing um which we actually really enjoyed in the end was we asked each other um kind of off the cuff random questions uh where we created scenarios and said okay if you're in this situation uh what track which one of these tracks would you listen to um, and some of them are quite surreal and you know slightly off the wall um but what it did is it got us thinking about the songs in different ways and it got us talking about them in different ways um, and what we found uh, is that one or two of them came up quite regularly uh, and so we ended up picking the winner based on that um i don't want to uh, downplay the winner i think the winner is absolutely superb um and i think you'll agree it's a, a brilliant brilliant cover i know you will um but what we will say and what we've said continuously throughout this um is that it is quite a frivolous way of deciding uh, how to win because it's impossible it's absolutely impossible to pick Um, between so many different talented people who have come up with so many different versions that are completely out there, completely different, um, and not at all uh, similar to each other, and in many ways not similar to the original, (laughs) um, which is fantastic, and they're all done brilliantly. So, um, we have picked a winner, we're uh, we're really proud of the winner, we think it's a fantastic choice, Um, but uh, another opportunity, I guess, for me to give an honourable mention to absolutely everyone um, who's entered this, and we really appreciate it. So, here we go with the slightly surreal random questions, uh, which begin with me asking goes or some uh, and then we we switched up and uh, and uh, stumble across a winner enjoy they all make you feel something different right
1: oh so true
0: yeah so which one makes you feel the best which you know whether that makes you smile the most or gives you goosebumps or whatever it is oh
1: that's so hard I know. that's such a difficult question because they all make me feel things in in different ways I think the Clint Slate one made me feel... I mean, it brought a magnificent smile to my face. Yeah. Just the, and as I say, I was... It's intense. I was unable to look away from that whole performance. Uh, but likewise, the Gary Granger one is so mellow and makes me makes me feel good. Uh, and, it, and, you know, it's the kind of thing that I would put on to chill out. The Titanosaur one makes me feel really energised. Because there's so much raw energy in that song as well The Storm of Crows one makes me feel like I want to have a party You know, the list goes on Uh, It's really... (laughs)
0: We're bad at this Okay, We're bad at this Next question then Which one, if you had not written the song Yeah Which one would you think, oh I might do a cover of that
1: (laughs) Oh that's a good question Yes you, you sly dog. That's a good question that is. Uh ooh, that's hard. That's a hard question. Cause I haven't listened to the songs in that way at all, have I? You know? Uh so you you're making me reevaluate all of them now in my head. Um Uh Well I, I probably wouldn't have touched any of the electro the more electronic versions because that's a very hard thing to do because I work primarily on the guitar and to sort of like reverse engineer electronic songs onto the guitar is doable, but difficult. Yeah. Um, so I would probably gravitate towards one of the more guitar heavy versions. Um, so it's possible that I would pick... Uh, it's possible that I might hear the storm of crows version or the gary granger version uh and think maybe i could have a go there but likewise it's also possible that something like titanosaur you could hear and you know that you quite a lot of people do those uh sort of moody slowed down acoustic versions of famous metal songs yeah, so so equally it could be <laughs> something like that but i mean I, it would have to have a guitar component i guess for me to want to to cover it because I'd have to I'd have to feel it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Um but also I mean likewise the poor Felden version as I said hits me in a very particular way and I, I might I might have thought about that as well. Particularly if it was that kind of like 70s tune uh and and was from quite a long time ago, I might think I could put a bit more of a contemporary feel on it maybe.
0: Which one are you most likely to play first thing in the morning before you have your breakfast?
1: (laughs) Uh, That depends what mood I'm in. Um, uh, I'm I'm very much not a morning person. Um, uh, That's a tough question. Again, yeah, it really depends what kind of a mood I'm in. I mean, something like the Kiffy version, uh, I think... Has got quite a lot of energy And a nice texture And a sort of It's sort of Soothing But in a In a way that's got groove in it yep. Does that make sense?
0: That does make sense
1: Yeah Yeah, yeah. Uh, So that might be a good First thing in the morning uh, Version um, Likewise The Dr. Thud version Would be You know Would put some pep in my step Bring a smile to my face
0: Instead,
1: I like that Yeah, so uh, I notice you're not answering any of these questions.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's gonna overcomplicate it if I start going. At the okay, uh, we you can we can come. You can ask me some random questions in a minute, and I'll try. And okay,
1: maybe I will.
0: Um, <clears throat> who uh, so, uh, just as a setup question for this? Uh, yeah, who, I mean, yeah, who's the who's the celebrity you would most like to meet? Just. <laughs> um, and then I'll explain why I've asked that. Myself.
1: Uh, what, alive or dead? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I always wanted to meet Bowie. Bowie. Uh,
0: Which one do you think would be Bowie's favorite?
1: Oh, oh, that's a tough question as well, isn't it? <laughs> I think probably something like the um, the Gomrun version, because Bowie would probably uh, really appreciate the deviation from the original. Uh yeah. So yeah, that's that's just me guessing, but I think I think he would probably go Oh, that's interesting. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I I think you're probably right. Um yeah, I think I think I definitely agree with that. Um if you only had 30 seconds to introduce someone to music and only had this set of songs in front of you, what's the 30 second snippet you would play? <laughs> What, of, just, of which, like which? What? someone's which
1: never heard music before Yeah,
0: they don't know what music is
1: Right, so they've
0: and, and lived you, in
1: isolation all their life
0: Yeah, and you've got 10 or 11 or whatever it is versions of this song <laughs> But they've only got 30 seconds because they've got to catch a train
1: This is a very particular hyperpetical this is, isn't it? It's the only one who um, do this now, I think <laughs> Yeah uh, uh, Oh god uh, What's music? Uh Christ. Well, I think you'd probably have to go for one of the live versions, right? Because if you've never understood music before, mm. you'd have to show somebody playing music. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah so so right. therefore, I'd probably gravitate to uh, like either the Clint Slate version or the Gary Granger version, because there's there's a guy playing music. Yeah. Right. And that's what music is.
0: That makes
1: sense. So, yeah? Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: no, that makes perfect sense. Good. Um, You're stuck in traffic. Right. And you've got kind of two to five minutes to spare uh, before, before the, the jam clears and you get to where you're going. Which one do you mm. instantly gravitate towards? Jeez. I could do this all night, by the way. Yeah, (laughs) seems like you can. Um,
1: (laughs) uh, Which one one do I? You're going to have to edit me just going, I don't know. Um, uh." I don't know.
0: I hope it conveys the pain of this decision for people. It It is is
1: so, so difficult. It's
0: such a ridiculous thing to do.
1: It is. Uh, And as I say, the more we talk about it, the worse it gets. It doesn't get any easier. I thought it was. I thought I was gonna have like a clear winner in my head, but I. I no point have I had a clear winner in my mind. Right. Um, uh,
0: I did once when we got the first entry. That was the
1: clear winner for me. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I maybe the Storm of Crows version, because it's happy crows. and joyous, right?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And and quite seriously upbeat, and I think if I'm stuck in a traffic jam. That's what I want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, Okay, then final one, because I could literally do this forever, Mm -hmm. uh, until I fell asleep anyway. The final one then is you go away for the weekend with your family, or perhaps just with your wife, get away from the kids. Yeah. And you stay in a nice hotel, and you uh, check in, get your keys, you've got a nice penthouse suite, and you've got a few minutes to get up there in the lift, which sort of takes its time. And one of these songs... Comes on in the lift Which one would you Choose
1: if you had the choice of which one of these it was One blind
0: mouse
1: Yeah (laughs) Plays in the lift, makes the whole thing Into some kind of Lift art installation Probably makes my wife and I look at each other and go What the fuck Uh, (laughs) And we have a laugh (laughs) Uh, and, And there you go
0: Okay, amazing I've got the, uh, okay, so I've
1: got, I've got some questions for you then. Kate, okay, uh, all of these songs land in your inbox for the podcast.
0: No, don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> but you've only got time to play one of them. Which one do you pick?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> um, all right, so first of all, I'm just going to caveat this and say, Dr. Bones does the playlist thing, all right?
1: Uh-huh. Uh, Maybe Dr. Doctor Bones is not in this hypothetical.
0: Maybe we should phone him. Um, <laughs> so, now, what would he say? He would say, well, it's all about the flow and how we put stuff together. And we would probably have a fairly even... So some of these are definitely part one, uh, kind of rocky tracks. Some of these are part two, down the rabbit hole type tracks. I think the one that he... I'm doing this from Bonesy's view now. It's the only way I can do it. The one that he would be most likely to pick because it would go in the down-the-rabbit-hole part and you could probably fit it next to almost anything mm-hmm. is going to be One Blind Mouse, Life's a Gamble, and then you're fucked <laughs>
1: uh,
0: version. Good. Um, whereas the... A lot, because it's so out there, a lot of the others you have to really consider what I'm playing before this and after it and all that, which which he does a lot. Yeah. Sometimes with something like One by Mouse, it's kind of, I know I'm going to play this and it almost doesn't matter where because it's going to stand out on its own anyway.
1: Yeah. All right, here's question two. Uh, Ed Sheeran comes round your house, right? Because uh, he's heard all about you <laughs> and he didn't like the first four mics but he said that Mike five is is the best one uh and uh he he says look who've you got for me i'm looking i'm looking for a a songwriter with unique talent and you say hey ed i've got got a guy called goes a good speed but for some bizarre technical reason i can't access any of his stuff but i have got some covers of his. And so in order to give you the best flavour of Goes A Good Speed and what he can do, I'm going to play you this one cover of a track of his called Gambler's Last Day. My question to you, Mike Five, is which one do you pick in order to illustrate to Ed Sheeran how good a songwriter Goes A Good Speed is? Um,
0: Gary Granger. Really? Yeah, Gary Granger. Is that <laughs> that surprisingly, despite that being a very long question yeah (laughs) surprisingly the answer came to me quite quickly because it it's it's the most um what's the best way to put it it's the most faithful interpretation of the song so it's not a straight cover Mm -hmm. but it captures the essence of the entire song and is played in such a way you couldn't help but be captivated by it and if you were going to play it to why Ed Sheeran, if you were going to play I was
1: just thinking of like a powerful industry player who yes, had the yes, chance to uh, transform the career of uh, a poor, lonely schlub like me. Um.
0: <laughs> I, th- I think Gary Granger would do that for you. Whereas I think um, Ed Sheeran... I mean, I don't know Ed Sheeran. He might be able to No, guy. really? Yeah, no not, no, not yet. I thought you and him were tight. No, 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 we fell out over that thing. Uh, no, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it you, but I, you know, his music is, um, it's not my sort of thing, let's put it that way, but yeah. I, I don't, he doesn't strike me as the sort of person that would get uh, Kiffy or One Blind Mouse. Um, he may be interested in Dr. Thud, mm-hmm. Dr. Thud's Remedy, but do you know what, I feel like he'd probably try and rip it off and turn it into his own song, so I wouldn't want to do that to you or them. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry, Ed. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like I said, I don't know. Might
1: not be true. No, I think I think I understand your rationale there. Uh I don't think you're gonna be working with Ed Sheeran anytime soon, that's all I'm oh, gonna say. No, not now. You've, yeah. Not now you've gone on record with all that. Yeah. Um uh here's another hypothetical for you. the the late great John Peel oh uh God. invites you to the studio. You can only bring one of these tracks to blow his mind. Which one are you bringing?
0: Okay, so I'm torn, right? Between, Mm -hmm. um... There's three that I'm torn between. So, I think John Peel would really like um, Gomrund. Do we say Gomrund? is how we're saying it? Gomrund, yeah. Uh, I think he would like that because, again, that's that's pretty far out. Um... Mm -hmm. But still, like Peel, I mean, Peel was amazing because he discovered all sorts of incredible things, even, you know, The Undertones, which is just a mainstay of any event ever. Um, yeah. You know, so he, he was incredible at discovering these things, but he would, he could pick stuff. He's less likely to go too far down the rabbit hole, I think, with Peel. Like, even the post punk and sort of weirder stuff he picked was still. <laughs> um, Still structured as songs, and I think Gomrath yeah. really hits that balance. I think he would like Matthew's cover, uh, because yes, of, because of the sort of the Celtic drain and the rawness of it. Yeah, uh, I think that would appeal to him. And, <laughs> um, I mean, it's isn't it is difficult. What would you, what would you give to John Peel of all the people? Um, but I am what? tempted to say uh, that the um, last one, I keep forgetting the last guy's name because his YouTube name is different.
1: What, um, Paul Felden? Thank
0: you. Paul Feldon. I'm going to write that one down. Uh, I think John Peel would really like Paul Felden um, because of his relative obscurity and the music video and everything else that goes with it. Um, I
1: think you're right. I Just to interject on this one, uh, which I probably shouldn't do because it's fine. supposed to be your answer, but I actually think depth buffer would be perfect for John Peel. Do
0: you know what? I was I was nearly there on that, and I thought, if I start naming four out of ten... Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think you are right. Um, I think depth buffer... That's quite hard to say, isn't it? Depth buffer depth uh, buffer yeah. and Gomrand are similar in that respect in the they're not similar sounding at all yeah uh, but they're similar in in some of the approach i do think peel would appreciate the sort of technical um take from depth buffer the, the the thought process and the musicality and all the stuff we discussed earlier i do think that would uh he would geek out a bit
1: on that. Like, you know, yeah, the, it's um, dense, and uh, I think that yeah. density would appreciate, would, would appeal, sorry, to, uh, would appeal to Peel. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, do you want another hypothetical from me? Yeah. Is this getting us anywhere? Is no, the question? No, but it's fun. Uh, um, You are uh, trapped in the back of a New York taxi. Um <laughs> with uh someone highly desirable to you uh from a member of the opposite sex or a member of the same sex perhaps Mike. Um uh and uh you are desperate to impress them uh and you only have this collection of songs, uh what song are you putting on?
0: Clint Slate. Ah, okay. Because because there's passion in it.
1: Yeah, uh, good answer. You
0: want to show that beautiful lady, oh man, uh, that y- I think I would want to. I um, uh, I I would want to come across as someone, <laughs> uh, rightly or wrongly, who is passionate by showing mm-hmm. them a very passionate version of this song in this bizarre situation where the only songs I have available to me are the same uh, different versions of the same song. Um, I I think cool. Yeah, I think Clint's like that's
1: a good around. answer. Yeah. That's a good answer to what was a, really a quite a stupid question. Well they all um, are. that's the fun thing about it. Oh they all are, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So uh, my last hypothetical then is um, uh, aliens oh, God. have no, I've got a I alright, let me ask a different question. Okay. Which one of these versions of Gambler's Last Day would you pick as uh, the as the flagship song for an anti-gambling campaign.
0: What's the question. Did I tell you that I did email?
1: You did, a, um, yeah.
0: BeGambleAware.org and say, I've yes. got this song, you might want to use an advert.
1: Yeah, you know. and they never got back to you. No, not yet. And them when them they back. do get back to you, they'll go, ah, it sounds like a bit of a gamble.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and therefore, we're opposed to that idea.
0: That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, which song do I think would be the best song to? What was the question to put in front of a group of anti-gambling? No,
1: to to, to be the the flagship song flagship. for an anti-gambling campaign.
0: Titanosaur. Really. Because, the, because <laughs> it's high impact, isn't it? It's like you, if you really want to say to people, you know, maybe you shouldn't gamble. You got to get yeah. attention, because otherwise you're just lecturing them. Titanosaur grabs your attention immediately, and yeah. holds that attention, and also leaves you in a space where you go, but but what, what? Huh? What? Oh! And that will make you think. God, maybe I should stop gambling.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a pretty good answer. Uh right. Right, I'm. N- i none the fucking wiser, no, mate. No, no, no.
0: I've got absolutely <laughs> no idea. So what? I'm, what I will say is the the one that came up the most. Yeah. That, I think, and I was only sort of jotting it down mentally because we didn't plan any of this. I think the one that came out the most out of that um, quite surreal conversation. I'm sure when we look back at this, I've got to edit that. I'm going to edit that. Uh, <laughs> I think it was the. Granger one right I think so we could say that the Gary Granger version of Gambler's Last Day by Goes a Good Speed is one of the most applicable songs in a variety of random situations <laughs> <laughs> that, that we could come up with and therefore um, could be a worthy winner should we give it to Gary Granger
1: well uh, uh, it, it yeah yay i mean we have no there is no other metric that we've been able to use as i said so uh you're right that his name did come up quite a lot in the in the answers that we gave uh so i think i think that's as uh, that's as good a and as fair a, a way of doing it as anything isn't it
0: i think so i think we i think in all honesty and we said it from the start and we probably labored the point I'll probably edit it a bit um they're all fantastic they're completely different you can't yep. compare them so i i i think by by the nature of what we've done there i think gary granger um yeah is probably the winner. yeah
1: i i i think that's a, a good way of doing it i think um i'm going to give an honorable mention you could give honorable mentions to everybody but i'm also going to give a particularly honorable mention to depth buffer because uh uh, I don't think you can find two versions of a song more different than the Gary Granger one and the depth buffer one. Uh, and I feel like there's a lot of re- you know, there's so much effort and, uh, production value in that version as well. Yeah. So, uh, but to everybody, well done. You absolutely made my year, uh, of everything that's happened to me this year. And it's been quite a roller coaster. uh, this was one of the very best things to come out of 2021 so uh just brought me so much joy and so much happiness and thank you thank you thank you for taking part you're all amazing of the future and past make me a better man built to last the future and past